Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure nigga fill it in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days put the sunshine in it. Good news. I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art the shocker. With it. Keeping the beats on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa reindeer. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek Yes sir You're now tuned into The Fix Your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry I go by the name of DJ Focus Squad in here with me What's up Rico Suave? What's good sir, how you doing? All is well, man. Uh, good to see you today, man. Uh, how was your week, sir? Man, uh, you had a crazy one too. Yeah, I lost a cousin yesterday. Oh, definitely. My condolences to you. Sorry for your yes. loss. I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, I lost a cousin. Uh, basically, um, the incident. He passed away yesterday, but he'd been in the hospital for a couple weeks, uh, and it's. It's not just losing it's uh, it's the whole incident of how I lost him and me talking to him. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like a lot going on. Because uh, the last time we talked, we talked about, we literally talked on the anniversary of his brother's death, mm-hmm. uh, which is nine years ago. And it just so happens the day after I get a call that he was rushed to the hospital. So just a whole bunch of stuff like I would just talk to you guys like and it always happened so it just kind of yeah so I'm good though I'm good okay definitely definitely our condolences go out to you man and family um definitely praying for you man definitely appreciate you hopping on the day with us man um right now man I understand man uh once again you're tuned into the fix your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And y'all know we got another hot show again for y'all again today. Listen, we got a hot interview with Royal Priesthood coming up uh, shortly. Uh, we'll get hurt. And uh, just a messenger on the phone. Um, they, got a, they got a new uh, project dropping on Black Friday, I believe. Um, they want to talk about it, man. Urban Epistol. So we definitely uh, looking to, looking forward to talk with them, um, see what they got going on with their new project and inspiration behind it. And of course, man, you know how we do. We will start off with some some little random news, like we always do with our ears to the streets. Uh, Tierra with the T is off today. Uh, shouts out to Tierra. 
um, did a great job. Uh, we are starting to do Instagram live uh, videos too as well. A lot of artists has been reaching out to us, emailing us. So listen, we're gonna we're gonna start doing both. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have uh, interviews on Saturdays and also interviews on Thursday nights uh, right around eight or nine o'clock. So definitely uh, continue to email us. Um, your music and uh, definitely uh, artists um, will definitely continue to reach out for interviews. So look out for those Instagram interviews. Uh, but yeah, it was a dope interview. Uh, Tierra actually did Thursday um, with uh, Minister Shanae uh, from the Word Church. Uh, so if you haven't checked that interview out, go to our Instagram page right now, the Fix Radio Show uh, Instagram page, and check out that interview. It's a dope interview. Um, but of course, we, you know we we got we got to talk about what's what's pretty much been hot the last couple of days. Uh, you know, unless you are a frog up under a rock somewhere, um, anybody who knows anything about hip hop um, knows about the verses. We know it's not Christian hip hop, but, you know, hip hop is uh, still a pillar of this show. And uh, of course, we're bringing the faith centered uh, hip hop. But when we have a verses like what we had um, a couple of days ago, um, we, we got to talk about it. Um, Young Jeezy and um, Gucci Mane. Um, when you talk about trap music um come on you gotta you know of course the names at the, the, the top of the originators of trap music you're gonna say gucci man you're gonna say Jeezy, you're gonna say ti and of course some of the newer one up and comings who kind of changed it i would say future and we can go down the line but of course when when you say where you know 10 10 years ago at least about 10 years ago i would say maybe 10 15 years ago but yeah i would say about 15 solid years ago when trap really like took over that atlanta style listen Coochie Man was at the forefront and so was Jeezy. And everybody knows about um, the falling out, uh, them pretty much not being in communication with each other. And when they were, uh, it was, of course, not kind words, uh, a lot of beef, a lot of speculation on, you know, uh, each other's camps fighting and even somebody being shot, you know what I'm saying, from Jeezy camp. And, you know, so a lot of speculation on that. I, you know, I don't know what's true with those stories, but they got a chance to go head to head versus, and um, I, I'm interested to hear what did, what did you think, Swab? Before I give my opinion, um, what what did you think? What did I think? Uh, yeah, uh, overall, just because I, I think this was big for hip hop culture. Um, of course, we don't approve all the time of the message that some of the songs put out, but we talk when you talk about trap music and that sound, like these are two that pretty much you know, at the forefront, like I said, you can put T.I. in there too as well. Uh, Future, you know, well, Future came a little later, but like T.I., Jeezy, and Gucci, man, everybody know, they kind of like started this trap thing. So what did you think uh, first uh, for the culture of hip hop and trap music? What what was your, your thoughts? Uh, I, I like how it was done. Um, okay. uh, for one, two, Jeezy one, I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I like them both, but Jeezy one, mm -hmm. um, two, well, three. Uh, most people missing. Well, I won't even say misinterpreting, but some people are reading growth differently. Mm -hmm. They're met or measuring growth differently. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a fifteen-year beef with the two. Um, yep, yep, you had. Uh, and this this isn't a speculation. Jeezy sending a hitman or putting a bounty out on Gucci. Okay. Uh, so I won't say he sent the hitman out, but he put a bounty on Gucci's chain. So okay. whoever take Gucci chain, they get they get a 
10 stacks. Okay, well, man, you got some in, an incident happening with Jeezy losing his partner by one of Gucci Man's people. So it was a whole beef and it all started from rights to a song. So icy. Yep. Rights wow. to a song and who was taking it, who was going to use it, beef started. And instead of, because it was, uh, it started, and at the time it started, they both were street, street dudes. Neither mm -hmm. one were married, both was in the street, so they wanted to handle it street-wise and steady the legal way, uh, steady the, the mature way. And now, when you're trying to handle the mature way, like Jeezy was trying to do, but it's kind of like, you can just, you can say, yeah, you know, this is for the culture and, the, the, you know, we, we passed that. You shouldn't be harboring over 15 year, 15 year beef. Like my dude, you sent, you put a bounty on my head. Like, yeah, I'm going to still harbor that feeling no matter how, I mean, I can be in a church. If you put a bounty on my head, like, dude, like I may forgive you, but I ain't going to never forget. Like, mm -hmm. come on now. But, um, so for the culture, yes, it was, it was great to see, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but Gucci came in with that beef still harboring. So he wasn't initially trying to do just the verses because Jeezy didn't play a lot of songs. I mean, well, yeah, Jeezy didn't play all his songs that he could have played. Uh, Gucci didn't play all the songs that he should have played. Uh, and in turn, doing that, you you didn't give the 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 audience a fair a fair show basically mm. because Gucci was still hurt by everything. He couldn't give a fair show. I won't say that he didn't give it. He, he couldn't mm. like the first half was him worrying about coming at Jeezy. I'm a diss DJ. Like you, one of the songs he dropped was the diss song that he yeah. wrote like for Jeezy about, about the homeboy getting killed. Like he was harboring that. And then when Gucci, when, when Jeezy steps up to, you know, try to squash it, it wasn't no, I apologize for all that to happen. It was like, we just got to squash this and then move on. Now Gucci is playing the song where he should have played the Lemonade and stuff after that. Uh, so it was necessary, but I still think Gucci, Gucci deserves an apology. Like, granted, Jeezy matured. Yeah, he, he didn't, he didn't get antagonized, but he could have apologized to Gucci if he was more, if he was more mature as he, if he, if he was as mature as he said he is, because mm -hmm. he he not once apologized for all this happening. Like, like you did, y'all. Neither one of you guys handled it correctly, mm -hmm. but you didn't apologize to like try to go over. It. You wanted him to, to get over it, like you did, but with nobody out to kill you like they were for him. It didn't make sense. No, it definitely makes sense. And we'll definitely pick up this conversation back again, too, as well. I think we got our guests coming in uh, soon because I'll definitely uh, chime in on that, too, as well. And just talk about, like I said, we'll dig in for the culture-wise because um, I, I agree. I think it was some 
I think it was some maturity within Jeezy that we should have saw within Gucci Man, but I think we need to unpack that because I think it's 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 a lot that goes with that. Like you say, when you're dealing with grief, when you're dealing with trying to keep up this street rep that you feel like you have to keep up, uh, us as black men, we need to talk about that too as well. You know, this whole street code or whatever that is. So yeah, we'll pick that conversation back up. But listen, you're tuned into the Fix, your source for faith infused hip hop R and B and poetry. And listen, we uh, we got our guest. Uh, we about to. Let in right now, Royal Priesthood. We're going to let our brothers in here and uh, talk about it. Talk about it, man. Let's talk about it for a second, man. Yes, sir. What's going on, brothers? Yeah, Y'all coming on in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We here, man. What's up with it? Man, what's going on? Listen, man. Fix Nation, man. Listen, we got Royal Priesthood on the line. Listen, we, we, we pump, man. Hurt. And uh, just a messenger, um, yeah, got a new project yeah. jumping out, man. Appreciate y'all hopping oh, on yeah. with us, man. Hey, look, 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 I had to reschedule uh, for you, hurt. I say, let me let me reschedule for my dog. He been he been get that me. I say, let's 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 make this happen. Appreciate the love, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's 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 hop right into it, man. Listen, y'all got this new project y'all about to drop uh, next Friday, I believe, right? Is it Black Friday? Yeah, Black Friday. Black Urban, Friday. Ur Urban Epistle. So let's let's talk about the title uh, right off the top. Why did you guys go with that Urban Epistle and you know talk about the inspiration uh, of that title and what that means to you? Uh, to be honest, the title was just the messenger's uh, idea. Um, okay. Go I ahead. Had, I'm about to say hop in. Just just the messenger. Yeah. If, if, go ahead. Go ahead. Can you hear me? I think he 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 turned. Oh, there you go. There you go. Trying to connect his audio. Yeah. Uh, unmute yourself, uh, Justin Messenger. Hello, can you hear us? Yeah, he's trying to do it right now. Yeah, go ahead, go, go ahead. Oh, okay. You, you can't hear. You got Yeah. Hold on, he's trying to get it right right now. So no, no, go ahead, hop into it, hurt. Well, he's trying to get it right. Um, I basically um, there was a song I did with uh with Dante from uh from 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 West Side is a Hog by man. Um, the What's the name of that song? And it was a remix to a song that he did with Bizzle. Okay. Uh, long time. It was a long time remix. Okay. And on there, I said, I left the hood with, a, with some urban epistle, but I came back as an urban epistle. And then uh, it kind of it kind of stuck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. See, look. <laughs> Shameless plug. It kind of stuck. Yeah, you know I gotta, I, mean? I got, I gotta get some of that merch. It's fire. I still need oh, that holy, yeah. that holy girls, holy ghost, uh, crew neck too as well. That that boy fire too. Right, just societyapparel.com, man. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. So it kind of stuck, you know what I mean? It's a whole theology behind it, but just the messenger was like, "Look, man, we should call a project Urban Epistle." Like, so like the whole title was his idea, man. Like I, I had a bar, I came up with it, and then that bar, you know, we don't just say stuff. Right. So that bar had a whole lot of meaning behind it. He was like, "Man, we should call a project that." I'm like, let's do it. We're here now. So, so Justin Messenger, talk a little bit about a little bit more about that because I think people don't really understand. Kind of unpack that Urban Epistle because that's to me when I think Urban Epistle, I think street ministry. I think really in the community, really trying to help you know maybe the homeless, you know brothers coming out out of the pen trying to get their lights back together. Speak a little bit more to to that to the street ministry part of it show y'all can hear me right absolutely okay cool um absolutely that's one aspect of it you know what i mean um <clears throat> again the whole urban epistle like in the beginning i thought it was a catchy line and i'm like wait urban epistle that's something that 
you don't hear. Like I've never heard that phrase together. You know what I mean? Something that is new, but it has so much meaning. Meaning, like urban, we know is a inner city community, but it's any metropolis area. Like it's any area, any big city. You know, but in our culture, urban is is usually coined in the hood. You know what I mean? So again, but my whole thing was okay, urban epistle, like like we can really like like use this, not really use it, but but have this be a gateway for us to really like introduce something new, you know, because the, the whole thing is street gospel. It's street gospel, no matter how you look at it. It's 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 some dudes that God took out of the streets, transformed, only to send us back. You know what I mean? So to send us back, not like okay. We just um, like, like, okay, we, we just, we saved now, you know, we saved and look, man, we trying to come get y'all the gospel, but we, we still us, you know what I mean? Like we, cause a lot of times we go places and there's like an older crowd that don't receive us when we get there. You know what I mean? Like an older church crowd that look yeah. at us. And then once we get on the platform and give them the glory that God gave us and they see how we minister and how not only that, how we reach the youth in their church, and they're like, wow, you know what I mean? So it's God using dudes that came from an urban community in the streets to really um, to translate the gospel, use this music as a point of contact to really reach people, man. Because at the end of the day, like we really ministers, man. I know a lot of people say it our rappers got this thing where it's just Christian hip hop and they just rap. But even when I met Hurt, like Hurt has a heart for people like he's a real minister. It's times we don't even rap at concerts and he just do an altar call like to actually hear from God and only use this music as a point of contact. The music never come first. It's not about trying to make a hit record or it's about, look, man, we're going to pray. We're going to go in here. We're going to make this music. And that's what the whole urban epistle project is, man. Urban epistle, basically us letters, you know, epistle mean letters written, you know, to God from God inspired most of them in the new Testament by Paul, but we, it's just modern day letters, you know, inspired by God written to the people of God. That's what's up. And speaking of um, coming from the streets, uh, can both of you guys talk about how you came from the streets, you found Christ, um, and in turn, you used the exact same tools God blessed you with. Uh, well, some of us will say we were thrown in this or we just using the, car, the cars we were dealt with. You're using those exact same cars to actually give back and do the work of ministry, uh, do ministry and serve in such a way that you're pulling more people up off the streets. Like, talk to that. Well, you know, the devil, <laughs> the devil don't give you any gifts or talents. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What he does is deceives you to use what God gave you for his will. And so, like, the only thing that I, that I can think of that he was a father of is, is lies and murder based on scripture. I think it was like John 8, where he said he was a father of lies. He was a murderer from the beginning. So like everything that we were before we got saved, it was using who God created us to be, what he created us to do in darkness and not in light. And so when you come to the light, you start to use all the stuff that he put in you for the right reasons. So it's not like the devil put all the stuff in us that we had. He didn't put the leadership he didn't put the articulation. He didn't put the, the people skills. He didn't put um, the lack of fear. He didn't put all that stuff in us. All that came from God. It's just that we used it for the devil. We used it in the wrong arena. We used it the wrong way. And so you, 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 
it's almost like um you know how they say like a a, a rifle is different in the hands of a sniper right mm-hmm. so like you can buy a grown man a rifle who has no training and he'll be able to hit a target every now and then he'd be decent you know what i mean but he's not using it properly um when we came to god the the the, the proverbial rifle that we had it became deadly to the enemy when we got the training and we got the understanding and we knew what it was really for. We knew how to really use it. We knew how to really take care of it. So it was something that we always had. It's just that we didn't know how to hone it. We didn't know how to use it properly. And we didn't know how to use it to build. We knew how to use it to destroy. And then we would try to build for us while we would destroy everything else. So in, so in the midst of that, uh, and that's, that's good, Hurt. I appreciate that, man. Um, how, how hard was it for you to really submit um, to, to the purpose that God had, you know, wanted for your life. Cause when you talk about, like you say, coming to God, you come from the streets, you come from, like you say, you know, maybe doing wrong or whatever you may have been doing. How was that? How were you able to shift your, your, your paradigm of thinking and, and submit to say, you know what, I'm not going to do that, that stuff no more. I'm a ride for God for real, for real. Like, was it like some type of like a, a, a situation that happened to you that said, you know, enough was enough? Did he kind of like, you know, me, were you meditating? And, you know, he kind of spoke to you through meditation. Like, speak a little bit about that submission part, because I think a lot of people, um, you know, they know they have a call. Uh, God has called them to do something and a guy has a call over their life, but they don't want to submit and they don't want to do the work. Um, for me, I'll tell you mine. And I'll let just a message tell you this. For me, um, it was easy. Because I real I'm I'm the kind of person I, if I make my mind up to do something I'm just gonna do it, mm. you know what I mean? Like even in the streets, if it was something that needed to be done, if I didn't want to do it, if I didn't like it, like if it needed to be done, it's just gonna we gonna do it. We gotta do what we gotta do. Like I was kind of raised in in like a a, a super mannish, hyper masculine uh, culture and family. Like me and my cousins, we kind of fathered each other in the midst of of what we was going through. Um. And, you know, we always say it's hard to submit to God, but, like, especially if you come from the streets, like, we submitted to the devil with no problem. You was willing to kill, die, and go to jail for life with no problem. It was nothing. God not asking for all that. God just asking you to change and do the right thing. So when I when I do what I usually do, which is compare everything to where I came from, like, nobody got a gun to me. Nobody trying to take me to jail right now. Like, it's actually easier to submit over here. And I got the Holy spirit to help. I wasn't at a place where I was just at rock bottom. And like, I just needed God. I was on the verge of, of, of my dreams and my goals coming to, tr- to, to fruition. Um, but God just called me on the fluke. So with me, it was easy just because like, once I realized, okay, God, you really real, like not real in the sense of like, I know you there, but like, you just talked to me and I felt you and I experienced you. Like, and if you really real, then the devil is realer than I ever gave him credit for. Heaven and hell is realer than I gave it credit for. And so like, if I'm going to be real, just like I tried to be real in the streets, I got to play the game by the rules and I made my decision to just do whatever it was. And I was willing to accept the consequence and repercussions that came with it. Just like I was in the streets. You 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 accept the consequences and repercussions that come with your decision. For me, it's it's a um it's a little different. It was a trust issue, man. And I think for most people, for them to um submit to God, it becomes a trust issue. You know what I mean? Like, let me explain. I was 
I had a record. I had felonies when I got saved. So my main thing was, how, how am I going to eat? You know what I mean? How am I going to make money? I was accustomed to just, you know, selling selling drugs and, and living a certain lifestyle that when I submitted, like, I was still, like, halfway, like, straddling the fence. Like, I had my, my, one of my boys had a dispensary at the time. Dispensaries was just now taking off, you know, a marijuana dispensary. And I had, like, 25% in that. You know, so I was still like, okay, I was feeling so convicted. I would go to church like, okay, Lord, like I'm submitting, like I'm in the church. Like I'm, I was feeling such a deep conviction from still receiving money from that, that I would just like, I was going way out, cleaning out the churches. I would, I would clean the bathrooms and I would serve to such a high capacity because the conviction that was there, because I was still receiving money, you know, giving offering. I'm like, wait, I'm giving a tithe and offering off weed money. You know what I mean? Like, and. This is actually, and, and, and again, I was a babe in Christ, so I didn't feel like anything was wrong with this, but I had to let it all go and trust God. My boy who I was dealing with then was like, man, when I told him, like, look, I'm done, man. Like, I don't want nothing to do with this, bro. It's all you. I'm cool. And he was like, I mean, he thought I was crazy. His wife called my, my, my uh, who was my babe mom at the time now, my wife, called her like, yo, he tripping, he crazy. No, nah, he don't want nothing to do with it. I had to completely trust God. So I would say when you submit, submit comes with trust. You got to trust God wholeheartedly. And uh, after that, like, again, he directed my path. You know, I had to humble all the way down and end up in the GR building starting over. You know what I mean? Like for those don't know, GR is general relief, like welfare. God had to start me all the way over. And that was for me, that was big. Like, I don't want to be seen in there. Like, I'm like disguising myself. But God broke me all the way down to that level and started over. And then put me in positions with people in the church that owned their own businesses. And and like every job I've got since then, I went around the uh, record check. I went around the background check. Like so God put me in position where I was supervisor, manager on my jobs. Uh, the, the, the church had a men's home. I end up being a director of the men's home with no education for that. Just because the way I interacted with the guys who was fresh out of jail and uh, they would come to the men's home and the pastor would be like, Yo, man, these dudes keep asking for you to come back, uh, Brother Kareem. Like, can you come over here and, and mentor and be a life coach? So I started off a life coach mentor, end up directing a whole men's home of 24 guys, you know, all because I trusted God with everything. And I had to let go of the old and make way for the new. So just trust him completely. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's powerful. Uh, yeah, because most people need to trust to actually submit anyway, uh, especially men, uh, especially our black man. Uh, and in doing so, uh, and I, both of you guys can answer this one. What's your spiritual regimen like? Like prayer, uh, fasting? Like how do you how do you meditate and receive the word besides just attending church? I think attending church, attending church is life school. It's just school, right? Mm. Uh, when you go to school, you go to school to learn lessons to apply them in your life. People don't go to college for the sake of going to college. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so church is just school to learn how to apply stuff in life. But the biggest part that I think is a problem is the church is relying on service to fill them up. And, you know, if you travel a lot, you got to go to the gas station a lot. I drive a lot of places. So I'm at the gas station every two, three days because I'm using what my what what my, my whip has in it, the gas that my whip has in it, I use it and I got to replenish it. 
in life, you traveling and you doing a whole lot of stuff. You encountering a whole lot of evil and doing a whole lot of moving and, and shaking and, and moving and doing this. And so we got to replenish. And so for me, knowing how much I move around, knowing how serious life is, knowing the attacks, knowing what God expects for me, I put more time in individually than I do on Bible study and on Sunday service because I understand if I don't, I'm going to be out here running on E. Mm. So I do fast. I do pray. Uh, I do listen to worship. I do try to watch what I look at. I try to watch what I listen to. I try to watch the conversations that I have because, you know, what you put inside you is what's going to come out of you. And so I'm trying to put the best things that I can inside of myself because if 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 not, I'm fooling myself. Like if, if you just go to church on your Bible study day and your service day, you're literally spending more time with the devil than you are with God. Mm-hmm. And then you expect to get godly results. And so I, I, I really try to manage my time because morally good ain't righteous, morally good ain't holy. And so I try to manage my time with doing holy things intentionally and intentionally spending time with God so that I can get the results out and be who he called me to be. Yeah, and, and two, you got to look at it like if you physically eat, if you only eat on Sunday and Wednesday, let's say your Bible study on Wednesday, like if I only eat on Sunday and then I'm not going to eat again till Wednesday, I'll probably starve to death. You know what I mean? So if spiritually you don't eat on your own and prepare your own meals, then spiritually you die. You know, so I think that's the thing where we have to understand, like me personally, I get up in the morning, I go run. You know, most people, if your schedule permits, I would advise that's a good thing to do. Not run, walk, but just get up in the morning, go somewhere where you can consecrate and hear from God. And then for me, the whole rest of my day is, is in spiritual perspective. You know, the, everything kind of flows from that, no matter what. Not saying that I'm not going to deal with nothing. But the thing is, when they come my way, I'm already spiritually prepared because I've spoke to God. You know, so I do that. Me personally, most mornings, I got a mountain close to my house, not even five minutes away with a nice trail. And I just go walk, I jog, I hear from God, I pray. You know, my wife, my, my, my kids, we, we form a circle in the morning, we pray together, you know, and um, we're training them up like that. They actually kind of intercede on our behalf. You know, I, my daughter is she just turned 17. I have a 12-year-old son, six-year-old son, and also um, my, my, my youngest son is two. I also have a, a 20-year-old daughter. I can't leave her out. This, this travel somewhere. You didn't even mention me. But I got a 20-year-old daughter, man, from my previous relationship as well. And uh, with that being said, I probably just told y'all how old I am about. But anyway, you know, um, <laughs> it's all good, man. You know, just really consecrating, man, and, and making sure that you open your Bible at home. You know, not just waiting for service, but get a deeper understanding because that's how you have a relationship. Most people got relationships with the leaders in their church, and they don't have a relationship with, with God. Man, that's real. And, and we talk about that a lot on the show, too, as well. Like you said, having that relationship and also building relationships to, uh, for discipleship, because I think that's big, too, as well. Being discipled and being yeah. uh, held accountable, somebody holding you accountable. And that's yeah. building each other's up within the body, especially men. So that, that's huge. So let's 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 talk a little music, because uh, we definitely going to uh, talk a little a few other things. But let's talk about the music. You got this new project you all about to drop next week. Talk a little bit about the inspiration behind it. Um, features on it. You know, we got any features on there and, you know, everything, you know, y'all guys put into this project. Um, man, the, the inspiration, <clears throat> to be honest, 
this all started out um, like, you know, I dropped Heaven on Earth last year and that was my introduction to the Christian hip hop community on my own. People had kind of knew me for standing next to people that they already knew. Right. And so um, Heaven on Earth was my introduction on my own. Mm-hmm. Within that, Heaven on Earth didn't do what it could have done had it been my third or fourth project and everybody had already known me. So I almost it was almost like a pr- promotional project, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, God had told Justin Messenger, like, look, you're going to do one album, you're going to come in, you're going to hit them hard, and you're going to get out, and you're going to do ministry. And I'm like, if that's the case, your one album can't be for promotional use. So when we started out this whole process, before we started doing music, talking to producers, picking beats, picking the title, artwork, any of that, we was like, we need to do something so that the people can get familiar with who you are as your own man of God, as your own artist, as your own minister, so that when you do the thing that God brought you here to do, people can receive it properly and the right amount of people could get to it. So uh, it started out as that, and then it just got bigger and bigger and bigger bigger. and bigger. Uh, First, we were, oh, let's do five songs. And then we was like, the five songs didn't complete the vision. So we was like, let's do seven. Then the seven didn't complete the vision. And then we got all the way up to 12, which is, you know, the number of government. And um, it's, it's, it's something that we're really proud of, man. Once we start getting creative, we start trying to take you on a journey. We start trying to be modern, but be true to who we are, to our age demographic, to our core fan base, um, to be true to the the elements of the hip-hop culture, um, the golden era hip-hop of actually rapping, bars, deliverance, beat selection, um, to just be true to who we are as men of God and be able to entertain you but edify you at the same time. You know what I mean? And we we tried to keep our integrity intact while making something that the streets could listen to, that the church would want to listen to, that an older person could receive from, that a young kid could hear, and it just be sonically good, but it's full of meat. And so uh, I think we accomplished it, man. It's in, you know, it's Urban Epistle. It's, it's sonic, modern, apostolic letters. And so we, we uh, we, we really came together and, and stretched ourselves to try to make something that people would, would, would love. Anything you want to add to that, Justin Messer? Uh, man, he pretty much covered everything. Um, we got any features on it? Any features? Any feature artists? Yeah, we got a we got a cipher, man. We just shot a video for that. It probably it'll be dropping probably uh next month, you know, because we we also have a video, Urban Epistle, the the title track will be dropping on uh, the, the, the same day as the release. So that visual will be dropping. And then we have a cypher featuring Young C, uh, Bazooka the Disciple from Hog Mob. And uh, who else we got on there? We got... Um, Jared Sanders. Yeah, yeah, Jared Sanders. Um, uh, GS. Was it? Yeah. Yep, I so that's it, man. That's we it. really kept it. The whole plan for us, it was to keep it just us. Like, we was actually like, okay... We're not going to do no features. It's just going to be us just to have a body of work of just, you know, hurting myself like a real, you know, just us going back to back. But then we heard certain songs and, you know, I, I attempted to go in there and do a few hooks, 
and it didn't really work out. <laughs> <laughs> so Hurt was like, look, man, Hurt was you said, like- You said, that ain't your gift. That ain't your gift, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't really do that. Like, man, you know, another time, another place. But um, so Hurt was like, man, let's reach out to GS. GS, man, we reached out to him, sent him the track, man. I think in about five, six hours, turnaround. Like he sent the, the, the hook, man. And it was like, wow, that's what he do. You know, not just that, but you know, that's one of the things he do. And uh yeah, yeah it was it was it was dope to include, you know, some of the brothers, man. Even the cipher, I think, was dope. Just you know, some West Coast catch, barn up, you know, all uh it's straight, it's lyrical, but it's scripture. That's the amazing part about the cipher, the cipher. It's lyrical, it's it's scripture, it's 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 just dope, man. Like I was really proud of that. So again, that'll that visual will be hitting y'all, man, like mid-December. Yeah, yeah, like he said, man, it was just the only features that are verses that actually have verses is on the cipher. All the other features, Jared Sanders, GS, Ray Knowledge, they they were hooks. And like he said, it, it was just times where we were real enough with ourselves in saying we could make a hook to the song and the song would be good, but there's somebody else who could do this better than us. Mm-hmm. Let's reach out to that person who could meet this moment. You know, a song can be a moment, and it's a vibe, and it's a feel to it. And so there were people who can who can make that better than us, and we reached out to them. And so it's, it's dope. It's going to be a good look, man. I'm excited. That's what's up. So in, in regards to, to the music, um, how will we get the – well, now we know where we can use this music to make you popular uh, or the promotional material. Now, what, what would this – where would this go? Like, would a tour happen – like where you speak it, do more speaking engagements, attending more churches. Uh, eventually, like hopefully the country opens up more. <laughs> will you guys, will we see you guys actually, you know, traveling more coastal to to get your um, message across? Most definitely. When 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 Miss Rona go home, man, and everybody can come back outside, uh, we for surely are are planning on hitting churches, hitting communities. Um, hitting hip hop events, we gonna go secular places. We gonna go save places. We just gonna go anywhere that God is needed, and that's everywhere. Um, you know, a lot of times we act like God is only needed outside of the church, but the church is in shambles. So, uh, you know, the 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 Bible says that we we supposed to judge the church and correct the church first, and so you know we want to go everywhere that God is needed. And it's just waiting until things open up. But even in the midst of that, like we connected through technology right now. So it's just little things that, that you could do. Uh, just got to be creative and really start thinking on how you can reach people, how you can do different things. And so we're going to be doing some virtual things in the future. Um, we still do ministry. We still pull up on people. We still pray. We still help. We still give. Um, it's just not like it was a year ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but when things get back to normal, guaranteed, man, I tell people all the time, my, 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 my truck take gas, you know what I mean? And there's gas stations everywhere and planes take jet fuel and, and they got that everywhere. So wherever we need it, if we can make it, we're going to be there to, uh, to give people what God gave us. No, that's good. Um, I know you've been very vocal, uh, hurt, uh, over this, um, last couple of months. We, we talk a lot these last couple of months, unfortunately, uh, believers in politics, um, just kind of want you to share your kind of your thoughts 
on just you know and, and we've been we've been very vocal about it too as well just as believers uh where our stance should be when you talk about politics and the government and this whole presidential uh you know race we know we, we know we have a new president now but where do we go from here and then also just in general i, I felt I, I i forget which one you you had a you had something um and i'm paraphrasing a little bit you were you were talking about something on one of your ig feeds as believers us being able to agree to disagree, but show love and, and respect people's perspectives for where whatever side they stood on, whether it was left or right. Can you speak a little bit about that too as well? Because I think, yeah, I saw more believers talk about politics and I've seen them talk about Jesus these last three months. And I was I was shaking my head. I'm like, oh wow, you you show sure on here a whole lot. I ain't seen you talk about nothing, pray about nobody, nothing. I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to say that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right, go ahead, Hurt. Oh, look, look, look. Like you yeah. said, we spoke, yeah. we spoke to correct the body first. Absolutely. So you ain't wrong for saying that. I will say this, man. My pastor gave me this revelation the other night. You know, when, when, when Yeshua talked to Pontius Pilate and Pontius Pilate asked him, you know, uh, are you the king of the Jews? And the revelation hit, and I fully understood it now. He told him, basically, my kingdom isn't of this land. He said, my authority comes from a higher place. And you basically shortchanging my authority by saying that I am the king of this natural realm. He said, if I was the king of this natural realm, the people that I that I have, the my, my allegiance, my followers, would have came and killed all of y'all for what y'all doing to me. My authority exists in a higher place. We missed that when, 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 when he was telling them that. He, he was saying that I legislate from a spiritual aspect. You know what I mean? Um, I, I talk all the time about the five levels of war. There are five levels of war. Um, <clears throat> it's it's uh, unprovoked evil. It's, it's rationalized evil. Government, which is the middle tier of war, Above that is money because money controls government, and then above that is is the spirit realm. Right? So Pilate was talking to Yeshua from a government issue, and Yeshua said, "I'm in the spirit realm. I, I'm at the highest level of everything that exists in either realm." Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As believers, we got to understand that we exist in the spiritual realm and in the natural realm. So we're a spirit that's in a body, right? The problem is where we separate is our souls, which is how we are. You know what I mean? And people, how we are is different. So some people felt Biden was the best. Some people felt Trump was the best. The thing is, a person's decision should never trump your love. But the problem with the body is we've been loving with our soul, which is how we are, which is born in sin, shaped in iniquity, all of our bad experiences that we had. And we feel like I'll love you as long as you agree with how I want to be loved and you agree with what I think is right. But spiritual love is a choice to love no matter what. The Bible says that God loved us and Yeshua died when we were yet in sin. And so as a believer, like we got to learn to love when we don't agree. You know what I mean? We got to learn to love when things don't go right. Mm -hmm. And learn to love when it's not always in a favorable situation. And the sad thing is the church isn't fighting to go back to, 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 to the story. The church ain't fighting in the spiritual realm. The church is trying to fight demons in a natural level. 
The church is trying to fight evil through voting. Mm. You can't fight evil through voting. You can't vote a demon out. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't debate a demon out. You can't Facebook argue a demon out. And then the thing goes to, you know, me and my wife always had it saying, like, we can have a disagreement, but ain't nobody else going to know. We family. We're not going to be arguing with our kids in Walmart. We're not going to argue with each other in Walmart. And the church is having public, I mean, private conversations in public. So mm. we could disagree, but I'm going to disagree with you in your inbox or over the phone. Mm. I'm not going to go back and forth with you and, and show this discord and the fact that we're tearing apart if we don't know how to disagree maturely. You know what it is? I think also to add to that, a lot of believers feel, um, I would say deceived. It's like, if if me and you've been friends all this time, and then I see, like, quote unquote, the real you just came out. You know what I mean? So I think that's what's been going on with a lot of believers, especially when you deal with the, multicultural issue, you know, churches that's, you know, got this percentage of white, this percentage of black, or I think what's been happening lately, people, the perception is off because now it's like, oh, so this how you really feel. Oh, and all this uh, police brutality going on. Oh, so now I see you on that side of it. You're talking about all lives matter just because we're saying black lives matter. And then what's, what's happening is people get in their feelings and get emotional. And then I, I'm going to unfollow you. I don't like you no more or this and that because I feel deceived because I've been going to church with you all this time or I've been, we're, we're quote unquote friends, whether it be in personal or on social media. And now I see you're on the other, the other side of what I believe. So I feel deceived now. And that's, we know that's carnal, that's flesh and that's feelings, that's emotion. You know, so I think that's what's been going on a lot too, man. Most definitely. So in, in turn with the, the social media debates, uh, because now I, I've realized there has been a lot of, now that you pointed it out, there has been a lot, a lot of church folks. Uh, and that's why I always, always mention there's a difference between church folks and believers. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of church folks are doing a debate in, on social media. Uh, and it, it only starts here. Like it's, it's, it's not going to end anytime soon. Uh, how, do we, how do we find a way to disagree gracefully? You got to know who you're talking to first. Hmm. <laughs> Say that again, man. I don't think they heard you. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, in the Bible, people spoke to prophets and apostles a specific way. People spoke to Yeshua a specific way. It was a very few small handful of people who came disrespectful because they respected the office. Step one, we lost respect for the office of a believer. Hmm. Um. Step two, you just got to know who you can talk to about what. Everybody isn't capable of handling information. And that's one thing I've had to learn. Like, you have to think for people. So if I know <clears throat> that if I bring up a specific subject with you, that you're going to go left, it's not wise for me to bring that up. Mm. And social media is a place where everybody can see it. So if everybody's going to see it, you have to be able to articulate your point in a way 
that it kind of come across right the the first time. And you got to think about the the rebuttals. You got to think about the doubt. You got to think about the fear. You got to think about the disagreements while you're posting, while you're saying what you're saying. And if it's not profitable, if it's going to cause more confusion than anything, there's no reason to do it. You know what I mean? The Bible says that the word... Um, is is is, is it, it causes offense. The word is a separator. The word separates house from home, mother and father, and all that. The word, not your opinion, <laughs> not who you feel like should win in sports or politics. And so, just know who you're talking to, and 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 know that know when it get too far when explaining yourself on social media, because there's a point where you're explaining what you really meant. And then it's the point where it looks like you're debating and you go to two, fool, two people arguing, you don't know who's a fool and who's the wise man because you see some foolish stuff going on. No, that's good. That's good. So, yeah, man, listen, we, we could, I know we got to get y'all out of here. I, I got a ton of more questions, but I'm, I'm going to get a couple more. We're going to let y'all go. Um, uh, Justin Messenger, what's your what's your what's your what's your take on um, the state of Christian hip hop right now? Um, you know, we got you guys. I, I would call you guys more like seasoned Christian hip hop best. I know y'all guys haven't been doing that that long, but I, I would still say you guys are more seasoned. So you have you know the young and up and coming artists. Uh, you know, bringing, you know, their little flavor. Of course, we got Atlanta, you know, with all the artists in Atlanta and that trap style, the vibe, you know, what's your take on CHH right now in the whole and the sound sonically? Um, I think, you know, the young dudes just coming, um, the younger generation coming with a new sound. It's kind of the emulating the secular sound. Mm -hmm. But then um, I don't I don't see nothing wrong with that, you know, because you got to you got to stay current. You got to adapt. And we're talking about content, you know what I mean? So if the music sound a certain way, long as that content is filled, is filled with the spirit and you and you speaking the word of God, then you you minister, you know what I mean? So I, I, I like the shift in it. As far as us, you know, again, like you said, we're a little seasoned, we're a little older, you know, so we 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 figured a way to uh, adapt to, to right now, you know, even on the album, the Urban Epistle album, you know, we got something for the, the youth, you know, something for the dudes in our generation, uh, we we purposely uh, made the album that way, where it can reach every generation, you know, to where it's it's a full package, you know, so so nobody's left out. So again, um, we purposely did that. A lot of older dudes, I wouldn't say older, but a lot of dudes that's been around a little longer in uh, Christian hip hop, you know, they kind of stick to what they do, and it can be considered outdated, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. again, there's different uh, every day, man. There's there's young dudes getting saved, and some of them are. You know, to be real, some of them are just rappers, but you got those that come along are ministers that know how to rap. You know what I mean? And I think that's a difference. Then you got hip hop where people just aspire. I want to be an artist. I want to rap. I want to rap. But you need somebody discipling you. You know, I think it's too yeah. many renegades in Christian hip hop where they're not getting discipled and they don't have a pastor. And, you know, they just somewhere writing and barring up. And, you know, I think that's a big problem again, you know, not to shift off the subject, but I think that's no, a big no, no. Problem. Stay, stay on that. Cause you know, I got, I got some follow-up questions for that. What, 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 <laughs> what we mean, they ain't got no accountability. What you mean? You ain't got no coverage. Wait a minute. Are we, are we reading the same Bible? I want to make sure we read the same Bible. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, you writing, where is that coming from? You know, is, is it coming from your flesh? Is it coming from the spirit? Like, like what, what, what is this you doing that you putting out 
to people. You know what I mean? Like, ain't nobody, you know, praying with you. Ain't nobody, you know, when you fall, who you going to call? Some people say, oh, all I need is God. I got relation. Okay, that's cool. We understand that. I agree to that a certain extent, but you need accountability. You need somebody like Hurt. Hurt is a pastor. I look at him as one of my pastors. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm dealing with some issues, like recently, I got at him about an issue I was dealing with. Like, look, bro, I'm dealing with this issue and uh, I need you to pray for me. I need y'all to pray for me. Like, just to have that accountability and not give the enemy room to use it. You know what I mean? But let me expose this of what I'm dealing with. And, and you got, you need, brothers need that. Iron, iron sharpens iron, man, as one brother lift up another. No, that's good. So, yeah, so yeah, I gotta gotta ask that. What, what's been your experience, Hurt? I know you guys have a good report, you know, with Hog Mob and you know your your, your little pretty much the California scene and in the Bay Area scene. But have you guys had a chance to do some work with you know some of the other artists uh, outside of you know your, the cities where y'all from? I mean, what's what's been? There? Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I've I've dealt with the only place I probably. The only camps that I haven't really dealt with is, well, I dealt with Reach because we did some stuff with 1K Few. Um, I pretty much dealt with everybody except for like Lecrae and and the people that are directly around him um, and like Derek Minor and Social Club. Other than that, I've, in the last like five years, I've dealt with everybody. So like, you kind of, uh, you see the good and the bad. You know, everything got pros and cons. You know what I mean? And nobody's all good, nobody's all bad. So I've I've seen the good and bad in what of what Christian hip hop could be. Like you said, I I've I saw the renegades, man. Um, you know, I saw the the transition. Um somehow 2020 has brought this comfortability for the cussing Christian to come out. Um, at first, it was that, that one pastor who would just be cussing and preaching and talking about all kind of lewd, crazy things. But now, uh, 2020 is, is people are just comfortable doing that. Um, and it's, it's, it's just a matter of, uh, it's, it's, we, we lack revelation in the church, man. All the Christian hip-hop problems are church problems because Christian hip-hop is just a, a, a byproduct an offshoot of the church, right? Everybody comes out of the body into Christian hip hop. And then we bring our problems that we had in the church over here. But the thing is, there are, there is no structure. There's no hierarchy in Christian hip hop, right? So a dude wouldn't go in the church uh, cussing or doing a lot of stuff that they do in Christian hip hop because they respect the chain of command. Mm. They respect, um, the culture in there, right? When you come to Christian hip hop, there are no elders. Mm. There is there is no no um, group of people to hold people accountable. Everybody's just everybody, right? And so you have the opportunity to do what you want to do and be able to say the stuff you wanted to say in church, but you really couldn't because you knew that you would get kicked out or you'd get pulled to the side or just whatever. And so the the that's one of the issues that we have. Is we don't have that 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 minion. You know, in Jewish culture, they had that minion. It was the elders and the wise men who would govern over the issues in the community. And they would sit down and judge things. Like, Christian hip-hop don't have that. And so now we, we use the hip-hop culture to kind of water down kingdom culture. And we don't have enough accountability going around. 
So I've 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 learned from brothers, man. There's brothers that I've learned from that that have poured into me. Uh, there's brothers that like I was like, yeah, I'm never gonna do that, you know. I just nah. And then there's brothers who have let me down who also poured into me, and I'm pretty sure I've let people down too. I've I'm I'm not perfect, so I've somebody had an expectation of me, and I was probably on a trying to find out where my wife and kids were or it's late, you know what I mean? And they didn't see me praying for people. I didn't pray with them. I probably let them down. You know what I mean? For that, I would like to apologize, but it's, 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 it's taking everything with a grain of salt. Have you guys been able to uh, build some relationships with, with some mainstream artists and, and being able to maybe possibly, you know, with everything coming full, you know, full circle <laughs> with a lot of people's faith, uh, like I say, uh, people speaking more about their faith within their artistry. Have you guys been able to make some connections within some mainstream artists and being able to kind of like pray with them, disciple them, or, you know, build with them in some form or fashion? Especially since you guys are like kind of like always in the streets. You mean mainstream secular artists? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, me personally... I still got relationships with uh with artists, man, from in my city. I'm from South Central LA, born and raised, man. I grew up on Hoover Street. That's that's the gang that I affiliated with my whole life. Wow. You know, since I was a teenager, my brothers, you know, and uh, I'm still there. I'm a part of a uh a, a, a program called APUU, Advocates for Peace and Urban Unity. It's a gang intervention, prevention, and reentry program in my neighborhood. Uh, where we uh we 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 on the scene of any shooting, anything that go on. We first on the scene, first responders, man. We help brothers that get out, you know, uh, re-entry, get them back uh, situated, you know, established uh, with anything they need. You know, single moms that's dealing with stuff, we help them get their Section 8 or get whatever they need to get on their feet with the uh, understanding of this is only a process. We don't want to enable you and, you know, get you in this government program and have you there for 10 years. It's a year of, of us getting you on your feet, helping you out, and then getting you reestablish a society where you can work or either entrepreneurship, you know, so that with APUU, I'm exposed to a, a lot of dudes in my community. Some dudes I grew up with, dudes I, I've, I've been in jail with, dudes that I've known my whole life that they see the new me and they respect it because they know the old me. You know what I mean? And, and it shows them, okay, God is real. God saved the homie and he's still over here, like in the midst of everything going on, like I make sure I show up, you know, so I've develop relationships like I don't know if you're familiar with an artist named J-Rock you know out of the west coast man he, he's a close friend of mine um schoolboy Q is, is he come from my neighborhood you know uh in LA man him had issues back in the day you know but uh we we've we've put that to the side you know because I'm a new person I'm not trying to you know goon up like I used to you know I I was never no big old type of well you know I was whatever but um <laughs> yeah, man. So <laughs> relationships, man. Um, who else, man? Uh, and just just different relationships as far as mainstream artists. That probably would be it. Uh, who else hurt? Oh, uh, well, me. I'm from a place where ain't nobody really blew up from. We got basketball players. We ain't got no rappers that blew up. So like my relationship, I, I've had some industry relationships, but I haven't doubled back yet. Mm -hmm. um, we both are kind of just waiting for the right time yeah. to back and reintegrate, reintegrate these relationships that we have from the past. Because, um, you know, you don't want it to look like I'm just hitting you up because you hot and I want to do some music with you. 
Like, you want people to understand, especially, like, we both were somebody in our cities before we were saved, right? Mm. And so we understand people hitting you up trying to squeeze some of the juice out of your fruit. We, we know what that's like. And so for somebody who's on a major level, we know that they get that all the time. And we don't want to come off as that. You know what I mean? Because I'm not hitting you up because I need a feature. I'm not hitting you up. I'm hitting you up because I know you. And like, hey, you've been on my heart. And it's just the perfect time and the perfect way, you know what I mean, to reestablish some of them relationships. And, you know, when it's time, it'll happen. Um, and it'll happen organically. Like the way we met, it was organic. You know what I mean? God had given him a vision. And he was like, okay, God, if that's what you want, it's going to happen. And then it happened. And we've been rocking with each other ever since. And it's just been organic on his time. And so we just want to make sure that we don't try to force anything. And we know, and we know how people look at church dudes. And we know how people look at church Christian rappers. We know how people look at Christian rappers from the streets. So you got these three levels of like confusion and perception that we dealing with with people and like doing our, our, our best to not fit into that box and not be the negative thought process of what come with that, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us today, man. Can y'all tell the people how they can connect with y'all, man? How they can go stream that uh, new project when it drop next week and all that good stuff? Yeah, look, I, I want to drop this nugget, man. Check it out. Go ahead. Um, you about to spit some bars? I about to say, you about to spit some bars? Nah, <laughs> I felt like nah, that was a nah, drum roll man. for some bars. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, but check it out, man. Go ahead. We we as the church have been deceived, man. Uh, okay. The Bible says this song's on problems. The Bible talks about money more than it talks about salvation. <laughs> we want to be real, right? Um, and money's not more important than salvation. Don't take that. But money is important. It solves all problems. And we live in a system where people need help, but you always, right? Um, and when, when you talk about the body of Christ, when it first started, they gave everything. They had all the money. They shared everything, and they had all things in common. It was a commonwealth culture of the kingdom. We live in a Babylonian system right now, and money comes into the church, into the body, but we give it right back to the system of Babylon immediately. And we don't filter the money through the body of Christ. So there's no empowerment inside of the body. Right. And we're looking for our oppressor, which is this government and all the different aspects of evil that are in the earth that we're supposed to be going and taking over. But because we have our, our theologies off, we sit back. We don't get involved in politics. We don't get involved in anything. Um, church and state was always one with God. Adam was the government and the church on earth. And it all got separated during the fall of man. So because we, we, we don't get involved in the world, because we're not going back into the systems of the world to change the world, now we're looking for a, a, an oppressive system to help us. We're looking for handouts from our oppressor. We're looking for our oppressor to give us freedom. We're looking for the government and the 1% of the world who follow the enemy and got all this money to now uh, take care of us and our family. Like 
the only way that the world and the system is going to respect the body of Christ at a major level is it becomes its own economy. Mm. The world understands that the body of Christ is an economy from the sense that now they market to us. If you look back the last five years, Christian movies have been popular because they found out that we spend over $4 billion a year, that the body of Christ spends over $4 billion. So what the darkness, the, the secular world did was they start making stuff with Christian interests so that they can get our money. Mm. Because they realize that we haven't created our own system and our own economy. And the thing is, we got to get our economy right, man. The world is going to respect us when we become an economy. Mm. When you look at politics, politics beats their votes on economies. The black vote, that's an economy. <laughs> the evangelical white vote, that's an economy. You know what I mean? The Hispanic vote, that's an economy. It's different portions of people who spend money in different ways. And so once the body of Christ realizes that money ain't bad, Yeshua had money, Judas had the money back, they paid taxes, they did all the stuff that they were doing, Paul had his own business, he was making tents. It was hustlers. All 12 disciples were hustlers. If you look at the 12 that he picked, they were hustlers, they were fishermen. We're doing all kinds. Of, they had their own business when Yeshua walked up on them. I mean, so when we get to when we get this understanding that we are going to become our own economy, we can do for people, and then we won't have these these negative tastes in our mouth because people have been paying tithes their whole life and their house got foreclosed on because the church didn't have no money for them. Well, when we become our own economy and we set money aside to help the people that we love and we have all things in common, then we can start seeing what we need to see in this natural earth. Uh, as far as Urban Epistle, man, it's everywhere. Music is digitally sold, man. Anywhere you find music, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Uh, what's the one that Jay-Z got? Uh -oh. I can't think of it. Title, yeah, title. It's, it's everywhere the music is sold digitally. Um, you can check out our YouTube. It's RPH Experience. Uh, we've got interviews. We've got past videos there, youtube.com backslash RPH Experience. Um, and November 27th, man, we're going to do some things. We're going to change how things are looked at. We're going to change how things are heard. And uh, our goal is just to open the eyes of people, man. That's really it. So, November 27th, Urban Epistle, check it out, man. But go get your own, man. Go be your own. Get your own relationship with God. Get your own money. Get your own family. Get your own foundation. And then spread. Make sure you have a, a foundation over you, man. The, the problem with, with a big problem with the body of Christ is we left the apostles out, man. And this whole thing started with apostles and prophets. And we cut out the apostles and prophets. And that's why the body is in disarray. Hey, appreciate that, man. Appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. Listen, uh, keep it locked, y'all. We're going to go to a music break. Right now, we're going to get into uh, one of Hertz and uh, Justin Messenger's song, man. We're going to get into a uh, music break when we'll be right back. You're tuned in to The Fix. Fix is in. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Devil on my soda. Almost lost it all. I've been tripping. Still talk, lit, talk. 40 cal, got on bitch. Spot the block, they gon' double that. I want change, I can't double back. This is gon' kill me up. This is talk, this is talk. And they know some, they know some. I know some, I know some, I know some. And if this won't let me leave, yeah. And if this won't let me leave, yeah. And if this won't let me leave. 
Deaf in the rag, stress in the bag, bill in the hell with a definite sad. I would consult with the devil for cash. It led me to trap and I fell in it fast. House licks, three of days, brown liquor, weed and hate. Stout pits and them clout fits. When that drought hit, you gon' see the rage. I went to funeral strap, prepared to kill and have another one. I knew but disregarded Christ like Mary can have another son. I did enough dirt to fill a grave when I was feeling brave. The cemetery plotted, but it never got to see my name. AR in my pants, walking like I got a prosthetic leg. Can't tell my whole testimony. Some stuff I just never said. Christ bled every drop of life, and I need it all. Cause there's a gangster in my flesh that the streets call. I still love you like I don't love myself. Every time I'm with you, I lose more of myself. When I be drowning, you only hit my back. My money had got low, and I was calling you back. And these streets won't let me leave. Yeah. And these streets won't let me leave. Yeah. To the ground as soon as the sun out getting bread to make a killing by night with the money just like my daddy man and run out plus we shooting each other killing on sight blind to the trickery of the enemy guzzling hennessy lost my identity riding around in that brand new infinity a young buck at the plug in tennessee big money with my little cousin around a gang of blood tv still cousin man that's my dog only people close to us know we wasn't real cousin but i still love him like his mama my auntie got the phone call it can't be somebody shot him up i wish i was there i would have got him up in the fire back out of shot first but after that it would have got worse because i was already saved when it happened i was still about to get it cracking late night cries deep inside i want to slide back but that's a backslide i've been born again and getting baptized in the spirit realm i'm about shack size Level on my shoulder, almost lost it all i've been tripping still talk late talk 40 cat got on me spot the block they gon' double back i want change i can't double back this is gonna kill me now
Yeah. Victory, victory, victory. We got the victory. Yeah. If these are infantry, so she just can't get our enemies. Yeah. Blood and bones in the soil. Only go to war with the loyal. Yeah. Place like arms that you cannot fall when God is that you. Your love is sweet like me, no, no. You make a promise, then you deliver. You never feel me, no, no, no. What type of loving? You ain't a fight on my body. You put the boy on the way for this beat to be. So Racing from those police chases. They want my soul, Lord, please take it. I felt so many tests, he had to remake it. Every verse is like you free basing. Just imagine if MC made it. We trying to bring God to a generation. I was more before I let him take my inner patience. I was dancing with the devil, then I started praising. I gotta thank him, yeah. It's a moment of silence. Jumped so many levels, but he started hating. It's the world and we is not waiting. We learned a lot from God and said goodbye to Satan. I've been dishonest, but I'm not wasted. I gotta thank him. Look, God rained down like it's 97. T died, I hope he got in heaven. It was back when I was 12, but it still affect me. So many losses, I wasn't learning a lesson. It was deep depression. All I felt was pressure, the sin you couldn't measure. So many misses feel like polygamy. I was so innocent, but I ain't regret it. This the walk to heaven. I know my God got it all together. Yeah. Praying for days that you come when I'm ashamed. Forgive me for things that I know I can't change. Taking the pain for I know you made away. Cause you are love. You are love. You are love. Streets gon' follow the truth. Thank God I get that power to you. Look, 
I believe, cause it's probably true. I ain't seen them, but I honor the proof. Look, it's nothing to give props what they do. I thank God, cause to me, he the truth. Yeah, you ain't love me, so the problem is you. It's 4-5 until I die in the booth. P. It's a moment of silence for the ones we lost. Yeah. trust myself so how am i supposed to trust somebody else i'm trying to keep my faith it's so hard when you're walking through hell i just want to make it out alive tonight even when it's hard i know you won't leave me i've got battles scars but thank god i'm still breathing i made it this far you're the only reason So even when it's dark Help me keep believing Even when it's I got some pain hard. I don't talk about Memories that's in my brain and I can't block them out It was way too many nights I couldn't from the street Wondering if you're really there for me And I wanna know How far your love will go Yeah, yeah I keep overthinking I'm so insecure It's hard to have the faith When you've been hurt before myself so how i'm supposed to trust somebody else I'm trying to keep my faith but it's so hard when you're walking through hell i just want to make it out alive tonight even when it's hard i know you won't leave me i've got battle scars thank god i'm still breathing i made it this far you're the only reason So even when it's dark Help me keep believing Even when it's hard I thought I didn't need you I've never been so wrong before Thought I couldn't see you But you were standing at the door I don't wanna waste my time I took way too many sleepless nights I'm, I'm, I'm about to take a leap of faith I know you're the only one who wanna give my can't trust myself, so I'm supposed to trust somebody else. Trying to keep my faith, but it's so hard when you're walking through hell. I just wanna make it out tonight, tonight, to my side. Even when it's hard, I know you won't leave me. I've got battle scars, but thank God I'm still breathing. I made it this far. You're the only reason Even when it's hard Help me keep believing Even when it's hard I know you won't leave me I've got battle scars Thank God I'm still breathing I made it this far You're the only reason Yeah, what up, what up, what up, 
Shout out to my homies with no bail money. Why my account and try to steal from me? I know my mother went through hell for me. Had to fire friends, but we still homies, cause I kept a real homie. Uh, pull up in the all red Subaru. Looking at me like, what would Jesus do? Whoa, no way I'ma get me to. Rather cut my hand off like my name was Luke. Yeah. That's a Star Wars bar. I'm a Jedi in the story. You're a side mission guy. Forces with me. Yeah. I'm just tired of being tired. Yeah. And too overqualified for a nine to five. Yeah. Too much pride for an honest job. Yeah. Somebody hit up pride for the coffee spot. I love you, bro. In Southern California where I met my wife. I realized God was bigger than I ever thought. Yeah. All of that backstabbing was taking its toll. And the abandonment left a ache in my soul. But since I cut the grass, all the snakes are exposed. Now I can clearly see the fakes under Satan's control. Now here's some food for thought. This is straight from the stove. If they want your tunic go your coat, tell them take it and go. See, God is with you. You will not have to brace for the code. Vengeance is the Lord's and he will surely replace what they stole. I got some choice words for the devil. My favorite is no. Y'all, I feel like David in the cave with his bros. When the enemy's chasing, they will not forsake me their bone. It's a code of honor. No one here's breaking that code. And who I thought would be good was causing me harm and grief. And God God's sovereignty, he allowed all them frauds to leave. So tell these backstabbers to take their daggers back. I'm healed and doing better than ever. I know they mad at that. Where the time go? This is different time zone. This how I imagine midnight summers in Toronto. Feels like I'm home. Just a combo. Used to turn our lights off, now they waiting for an encore. But I swear, I was born to be air. I've been doing some reflecting, I think I need new mirrors. Some come from a broken home, and that's the feeling we share. I'm just bringing a succeeding to this musical chat. Now, how you truly feel? Rather do his will. Won't be getting cast from heaven for no movie deal. Woke a swinging, got a slugger made in Louisville. Trying to make these his. Act like it's no big deal I can't put the views over impact Pray more and drink less I would trade a shrink for a California king bed This one for my friends that wanna see me get a win Can't decide if this is off the fence or my revenge It's a hard road to heaven We call on your blessings In the Father we put our faith King of the kingdom Our demons are trembling Holy angels defending In the Father we put our faith
and not be the greatest. And my bed undercovers when undercovers had raided. My presence is happy belated. Fashionably late, I'm just glad that you made it. The best is yet to come, I'm just glad that you waited. They all said it real till it's time to appraise it. I seen them come and go, you only the latest. But who am I to judge? I'm crooked as Vegas. Use this gospel for protection. It's a hard road to heaven. We call on your blessings. And the Father, we put our faith. King of the kingdom, our demons are trembling. Holy angels defending. And the Father, we put our faith. A lot of damaged souls, I done damaged those And then my arrogance took a camera pose Caught with a trunk, the berry man of Lowe's They sing a different tune when the slammer close From the concrete grew a rose They give you rape talk, I give you faith talk Blindfolded on this road, watch me faith walk Just hold on to your brother when his faith lost <laughs>
stop believing me. But who do you say I am? I've been by your side all the time. Try to find it in the things that were killing me. Drinking liquor like it's Aquafina, rolling switches, smoking like a chimney. Try to lean on my quote unquote friends, but they ended up enemies. Got up in the jam, call them up. Crickets like Jiminy. I'd have came a long way from round, round VA with a tool. Nowadays, I be trying not to chase fame, worry about views. My ID's in what God did, not in what I do. I've been working on me, trust me, dog, I ain't worried about you. Same for my gang, no. It's a lot going on, we ain't worried about a thing, no. <laughs> Guess that's why it's called fake, even when you can't see it, still know what it ain't for. I could get a whole bankroll, but it wouldn't matter if I'm not seeing life get changed, though. Look, dog, real talk, I can say the same thing for the fame, because it ain't what I came I for. They say I reside in your mind. They say I'm a lie, they deny ya. They do not believe in me. side all the time could have should have died during life you say that you believe in me but who do you say i am Welcome back, welcome back. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Just came off a music set, man. We want to play some bangers for y'all, man. Uh, we played a new track from Hurt and uh, Just a Messenger um, on the upcoming project, uh, Urban Epistle. We played that uh, Streets Won't Lie featuring, um, I'm forgive me, Streets Won't Let You Live featuring Reconcile. Um, we also played New Truth, man. The Truth got a project out with uh, uh, Limo Blaze. Um, Definitely a different project, a little Caribbean feel to it. And um, actually, I played a track uh, called Sounds of Victory featuring Travis Green on that project. So on that track. So, yeah, that was something new. It's a little Caribbean flavor to it. Played New Pairs Careers. Um, shouts out to Surfboard P, man. You know, that's, that's, that's one of our folks. Uh, we definitely got something planned uh, coming up special for y'all, man. So, yeah, definitely uh, Surfboard, get at us, man. You already know, man. <laughs> Uh, we played that Lord off his uh, his new project. Um, also played new Zanti. Zanti just dropped a new project, three, three, four. Um, so yeah, definitely can't wait to interview him to see why he entitled uh, his project three, three, four. Um, but he played. Uh, we played that track, Trust. Played new Dayton. Shouts out to God over money, menace movement. Our brother Dayton. Um, he actually uh, did a project where Marty from Social Club produced every track on it. So. Um, go run those numbers up. That new project's out. Uh, the track we played is uh, Honor Code featuring Marty and Tragic Hero. Uh, play Kanye West featuring the clips. Uh, use this gospel. And the last track that just went off actually was uh, Bizzle featuring uh, Austin Liner. Who? So, yeah, a uh, lot to unpack, man. Um, this last little, our last little segment here, uh, uh, Swab, man. That interview was pretty, pretty dope, man. Uh, some nuggets dropped. I hope the people uh, received it. It was. Um, what's your What's your thoughts, man? Um, and I know they shared a lot of their thoughts, but um, 
and I think we talk about this, we discuss this a lot um, on here on how street ministry is different than church ministry, if that makes sense. Um, it takes, I think you have to be a different, I think you have to be called, I ain't gonna say different. I really believe you have to be called to do street ministry. And when I say street ministry, I mean really like, you know, uh, walking the streets, going into the inner cities uh, where it might be, you know, uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, you might have gangs you have, you have to minister to. You have a lot of juveniles who maybe, you know, maybe need some guidance, maybe need to, you know, that, that, that positive figure uh, to help them to overcome their circumstance and, and their environment that they're in. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, I think you have to be uh, def definitely called, but definitely you have to be a different type of individual. Um, yeah. and, Go ahead. And, and, and I, about to say, I know you can speak to that because, you know, you've you've uh, and I have too as well, but not on the gang side. So speak a little bit just about, you know, your experience, you know, uh, you know, your past experience with gangs compared to now. How, how is it when you go? Um, and I know I know you don't live in the same city, but just in general, how is it when you go and get a chance to sit down with some some maybe gang members or some some juveniles who maybe just need some encouragement? How, what's your experience like now uh, being that, you know, you're you've you've you're pretty much an adult now, uh, been an adult for a while, but you've also <laughs> come from that lifestyle. Yeah, you just um, you know, you the, the saying is, you know, you have to have you, the saying is book smarts and street street smarts. Uh -huh. When you, when you want when you're doing street ministry, street ministry, you have to have street knowledge. That's where your street knowledge is tested mm -hmm. with your book knowledge. And I'm not talking about the regular. I'm not talking about any book. I'm talking about the holy book, the Bible. That's right. where the, that's where everything comes into play. So, uh, in doing and doing street ministry uh, with me, I always, uh, I'm, I'm transparent in it for, for one. Uh, and being transparent, I always, I always see myself in them. So I go in knowing I have to speak to myself the whole time. Where I, When I was sitting where they were, what, what was I getting out of it? Did I just hear somebody just talking or was I actually relating to them? Like, so with me, I have to relate. Uh, I didn't just go like, it ain't just me going out in the streets. Like I go to the juvenile uh, detention homes. I go to the prisons and I, I talk to the teens and the young men uh, in gangs and stuff. So I got to tell them the things that I've done uh, and show them where I've change those things uh and as her uh mentioned too like i i will tell them the things that i used for evil or in the world and how i use those exact same tools and gifts i was given in ministry right uh and doing so you actually help re make things relatable and, and applicable for them um and that's a main thing uh and that's just in, in ministry period uh to get the the my generation and the generation after me it's about making things applicable if i can't apply it to my life i don't think i want to do it or it's it's hard for me to register it in my mind or my or my heart for that matter so i can listen to you all day every day but how how do i apply this to my life mm -hmm. Like you can tell me about the Bible. Like I can read that myself. How can I apply it to my life? That's the problem I'm having. Most time, that's the reason we're going to the church. Yeah, so, no, that 
No, go ahead. No, I was saying that like that's the most reason. That's the reason uh, when you say you have to be called to it. Most people not realize like the call has to not just be understanding. It's actually uh, being able to apply what you learned or what you've been through. Mm-hmm. And how you can interpret that to them to show them that what, what they're going through can be used for good as well. No, that's good. And so, so talk a little bit about the mental part of it, because I know, um, you know, you definitely um, always talk and, and speak power to the mental side. And uh, uh, so people can understand the mental state of some of these um, people who are, you know, have adapted to street culture or feel like they have to be in the gang. There's a mental component to that too, as well, right? Oh, most definitely. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a stock Stockholm syndrome. I think that's how you say it. Um, where you, where you feel that you're trapped. I mean, that's the reason they call it the trap where you feel like you're trapped mm. uh, in something yet you can easily get out but you stay right there. Like if I hand you the key to unlock your own cell, but yet you just still stay in a cell, like how, like it makes no sense. Like that's a mental problem there. Mm-hmm. If, or if I unlock the door for you and it's wide open, you can just walk out. Like there's no, nobody guarding you, nobody stopping you from leaving this trap, this cage, this prison. Why are you still here? Like nobody is forcing you to join these games. What it is is you you thinking that it's it's popular. Like most of the like a lot of these secular artists are just joining games just because it's popular. Wow. Uh, you got some people like, well, oh, I was just around them all. Like I was around them, so I had no choice. It, in the eighties and nineties, yeah. Now you don't. You, what's the reason? Right. Like nobody is, nobody is looking at you like, oh, well, you you part of the game. Like you can be part of the game and still get bullied on. Mm-hmm. It's it's that's not making any changes. Uh, and I guess that's where that's where you realize, even being in the eighties and nineties, joining the game really didn't help much. Most of us were joining because that was the only family we knew. Most of us was joining because those are the people who helped us. Uh, develop or who helped us find a way to, to eat, uh, who showed us how to grind. Uh, those are the people who actually empowered us. You go where you feel more empowered. If, if, if I feed you mentally, whether it be good or evil, that's what you're going to gravitate to the most. Mm. So if I'm, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's falls in the line of feeding your, your flesh or your spirit. It's the same thing. If I'm, if I'm going to feed you all positive and good stuff, when you're, when you're more uh, permeable, when you're younger, when you're, when you're willing to listen and learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to do good and be good. Mm-hmm. But if I feed you all bad stuff at that time, like, no, nah, you don't need, you don't need to go to school. No, nah, you don't need to focus on this. Join the gang, sell these drugs, make a, make your money. Like if I if I feed you on that, by the time you get older, you got the hard head now. Nothing is going through for you to actually listen. But the only way you'll listen, you need somebody who actually have been there, who got fed the same stuff, 
and they actually listen to you now. Right. Because for me, I can listen and be like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm going to still do what I want to do. But once I start seeing others who were in the streets, who were in the games, changing their lives, now I'm like, I, they were where I once was. Let mm -hmm. me talk to them and see like what made them change. Now they're listening to me, mm -hmm. which I didn't have before. Mm -hmm. Now I have to soften heart. Now they can pour into me. That's a, that's a major problem that we're feeling to do. We, we're feeling to soften the heart and mm -hmm. we just want to just give our word or give the word. Like, I can't receive the message if I'm not ready. You can't plant a seed on hard ground. You have to uh, plow the land before you can do anything. Soften the soil. Once you soften the soil, you can get to the top soil, which was needed to grow. Mm -hmm. Then you plant your seed. Mm -hmm. But if, if, if that top soil is still hard, if it's frozen, if it's concrete on top of it, get to the soft, get to the top soil first. You got to work your way to get to, to the soft part to actually plant your seed. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I think the biggest thing is um, building these relationships. And I think we, we need to continue to build these relationships. Um, shouts out to our sister, uh, Keelandi. Um, over at Pray for Hip Hop. Um, just in general, man, you talk about over the last couple of weeks, um, just mainstream hip hop artists we've lost. Uh, MO3, um, King King Von, um, uh, what, Bootsy, Lil Bootsy got shot, right? Didn't Lil Bootsy get shot in the leg? Yeah. Right. Um, and if I'm forgetting somebody, forgive me, but I, I just, I, I, just those three in general, um, it still speaks to, and we'll, we'll dive into this conversation as black men um, within the inner city, this street code that I think um, we feel like we have to stay stuck in. Um, we talk about it a lot. You know, we understand that, you know, rap is meant to tell a story and, but we do kind of go back and forth kind of saying, all right, why can't we change those stories? Why can't we start unifying, building back up our inner city communities, more unifying amongst um, the black men within the urban communities to where we're not killing each other or get into these senseless beefs, which are, you know, leaving us dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, let, let's, I don't know. I, I think everything you said though, I think just it, it, like you said, you have to build these relationships so that um, when the seed needs to be planted, you're right, it's not planted on hard ground, but I just feel like we need to unify a little bit more. I, I, I'm tired of the senseless black on black killing, man, being honest, man, with this. And a lot of it is, like I say, it's just street code stuff. It's just, you know, uh, respect or, you know, some type of beef. If, you know, we out, out and about or some turf, that's really not ours. You know, I always argue that, you know, everybody want to claim a set and a turf that really don't belong to them. <laughs> Jay-Z Jay said it in 444, like we fighting over neighborhoods that <laughs> that our mom's written out of. Like, yeah. we don't own none of this. Buy the block then if you're going to fight over. Right. Do like right. Slim Thug yet. Go buy your block. I agree. Uh, Slim Thug has bought his block. Uh, Nipsey Hussle was doing that too as well. Rest in peace. Nipsey Hussle, that was something he was I doing. I mean, Nipsey was buying out a whole city. I know. No, I agree. But, and, 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 and look at that. The man literally was changing his life. He was, he was making good music. 
I don't agree with all the content he put out, but it was a lot that was positive that that was good. But one thing I do respect uh, from Hip Nipsey was his entrepreneurship, him going back, like you say, buying whole blocks, putting businesses there, putting companies there, giving people who probably wouldn't have the opportunity to make decent money, $20 an hour, $25 an hour, coming to work for him, for his businesses that he established. And look what happened. Somebody, you know, I, I'm not really for sure the entire story on how, you know what I'm saying, whoever shot him and killed him. I know they, I don't know they, they put somebody out there, but I'm just saying, over what? How could you go and put a hit out on a man that's literally doing what we talk about that needs to be done? We talk about our inner cities, uh, communities being built back up opportunities being put there. We talk about, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, the old uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma days and how everything was thriving with black businesses. This man was doing it. You know what I'm about to say, right? Go ahead. It's the fix, right? Absolutely. For real out here, right? Yes, sir. Black folks are crabs in a barrel. Wow. They hate when we say that. Uh-oh. I already see the emails coming now, so I'll get ready. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Y'all want to email me? Go ahead. Suave said, "Black folks are crabs in a barrel." No don't, we, we don't unpack that see, though. Unpack that. We don't want to see nobody make it. Uh, if you think, if you put a bunch of crabs in the barrel, as soon as one start climbing out, they pull them back in. They don't. They don't hold on to get pulled out. They don't work together to climb out. Mm -hmm. They literally pull them back in. Mm -hmm. Put some red ants and black ants inside of a jar. They'd be nice as ever. Two different types of ants. As soon as you shake up the jar, they start fighting. They're attacking each other. Why are they attacking each other when neither one of them shook the jar? Why not work together to get out of the jar and attack the person who shook the jar? Yeah. We have to stop fighting each other. We have to unite. Everybody who's passing away, or most of these rappers who are passing away or being murdered, are being murdered by their own people. That's facts. Hard truth. Ipsy, murdered in his own neighborhood, in front of his own store, by his own people. King Von, murdered after a fight with his own people. Mo3, murdered by his own people. They say it was a beef he had with Yellow Beezy. Who was his own people? Wow. What happened? Yellow Beezy was shot this past summer by his own people. Boosie shot by his own people. Yet, when T.I. says, let's stop the violence, change this, King Von was shot in Atlanta, not from Atlanta. He said he don't want Atlanta to be that way. What'd they say? T.I. Corny, T.I. Lane, when he said he want to stop the violence, period. Not just in Atlanta, everywhere. He want to stop the violence, but he lame. But who was calling him that? Black folks. Mm -hmm. And even talk about Jeezy. Uh, Jeezy in the versus battle, how he was trying to get get across the Gucci man, letting Gucci man know, look, man, we need to squash this. You know what I'm saying? Over one one million, over a hundred, well, over a million viewers were watching that. I say 98, 99.5% were black people. I agree. And yet they were, as we call it, hating because he wanted to be the bigger man. Granted, you're try he's trying to make Gucci feel a, a way because he's better. 
Gucci's not. Hey, but it's our people who fighting our people. Their beef happened because they're fighting each other, black people. Mm-hmm. We are crabs in the barrel. Mm-hmm. Tulsa, Oklahoma happened because we were working together. Mm-hmm. Black Wall Street happened because we were working together. People don't know there were many Black Wall Streets in many different cities, and it were a whole bunch of incidents like Tulsa in many different cities. Absolutely. Tulsa, Philadelphia, North Carolina, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. There were many incidents like that mm-hmm. because once we work together, they feel threatened. Mm-hmm. And these were not only um, not only brilliant, but educated black people. We had everything you could think of from doctors to, to lawyers, to, to senators, to, to like you say, yep, accountants, go down the list. We had all that thriving. And we're talking about, like you say, this, this was back in the 18, 1864 and, and you know, those years, like way back working his way up to the, you know, 1940s and the 1960s, you know, when stuff was still thriving. So yeah, it goes back to this unify. We don't unify. If we were to unify, if we were to, do you, you people not know slavery didn't happen because white folks came and took us from Africa. Black folks traded us in, in Africa. Facts. Facts. Yeah, that's facts. A lot of people don't know that. It's called slave trade. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was a such thing as black sla- uh, slave owners. A lot of people don't know right. that. So it was a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So we have to get out of that mindset of he can't be better than me. Or if I ask you where you got your shirt from, just tell me, man. I ain't, dude. Right. I like your shirt. Be how much you pay for that. Where you get it from? Oh, no, my homie got it for me. Man, just tell me the website. I order it myself. Why, why are we hating on each other? It's trash. It's like garbage. you say, we've been conditioned. Unfortunately, we've been conditioned. Um, and we keep falling for um, what the masses want to give us. We talk all the time about media. That's why, you know, we're not perfect, but we try to represent, because uh, we understand we are media too as well. We try to give people concrete facts. We don't try to- In the just, real. Yeah, the real. You know, we ain't sugarcoat nothing. But like I said, we ain't perfect. We fall short some too as well. So don't don't be DM me talking about you know this this and this. You know, if we we got to come back and fact check something, we we come back and fact check it. But I think when you talk about the divide within this country, and when we're talking about within this country, and 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 not only within the country, amongst believers, we talk about all the time. You know, Pentecostals, the Kojic family, the Baptist family. Then you have the uh, uh persisti- pe- pe- I always mess it up. Epistolic. Uh, yeah, yeah, Epistolic. Then you have the white evangelicals. You have non-denomination, yeah, Lutheran, and we can keep going on and on and on. It's it's a constant divide to keep us divided instead of us coming together and, and building. I just, the crazy part is, I I just had a conversation literally a week ago with um, uh, Pastor Mark. In regards to that, when he said, even non-denominational, it's a denomination. It is. A denomination is nothing but a group of people believing the having the exact same beliefs. Yep. The only reason we're different, we all pray to the same God. 
we just calling it different names. Yep. Or we're believing uh, the Trinity different. Mm -hmm. Lutherans came off of the Protestants. Like Christians came off believers or followers of the way. Catholics came off of followers of the way. They just adopted it, adopted Christianity because they were Romans and they didn't want to be associated with Christians. Right. Then you got uh, Jewish people who were actually what, what Jesus was. Jesus was a Jew. He wasn't a Christian. He was a Jew. Mm-hmm. Facts. And you got Jewish people believing different from Christians. Huh? Like if Jesus was a Jew, he's teaching us his way off the Jewish religion, mm-hmm. Judaism, how in the world is Christianity different than Judaism? Well, we know that because they still follow the Jewish laws. No, they, we, they, I know it did. They oh, stuck okay. on the Torah yes. or the Pentateuch. Yep. They just focus on the first five books. Yep. Yeah. And and the way they the, the way they um interpret Israel and everything that's going on in Israel is totally different. Like you said, in the way we interpret it, you know, when you talk about re- the revelations and, and how we believe everything's going to transpire with the battle of the Armageddon and all that good stuff. And, and you know, yeah. Jesus you know. Christ is the Messiah, not not the he's the Son of God, but not he's not God. Yeah, we, all right. that. Yeah, right. More a prophet. They they call more him more a prophet. prophet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what folks folks don't realize, the top three religions, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, all three are considered the Abrahamic religion. All three be- technically believe the same thing, mm-hmm. just interpreted different. Mm-hmm. But separation created itself. Well, mm-hmm. as her said it, separation was created by evil. Like it wasn't just a, a state versus religion separation. It became what different type of religion are we going to separate into? Mm-hmm. But most of us are most of us black Christians, we cause more of a separation. So we, we don't just separate ourselves from uh from Christianity with the AME church. I mean the AME church was created. So we can actually have a safe place to worship. Mm-hmm. It was just so black folks can have a safe place to worship. It wasn't supposed to be, oh, I'm different than than the regular Christians. It was just to have a safe place to worship. Mm-hmm. Nat Turner was teaching you that. But one thing Harriet Tubman always showed us was the only difference she would have made was she would have killed those who actually didn't want to come with her to run away. Uh, I, I have to believe she tried. She tried her hardest. And I have to, I, and I have to wholeheartedly admit, I see why. Because of the mentality, they were <laughs> the mentality. They, they they didn't they didn't even realize they could be free because they've been conditioned that there's no way they can be free. They have to be a slave until they die. And that's. The crab in the barrel. Listen, man, we definitely appreciate y'all rocking with us today, man. Listen, 
Stop playing. Go run them numbers up, man. Follow us on YouTube, man. Our YouTube channel, The Fix Radio Show. Like, subscribe, comment, man. Listen, we got tons of content on there, tons of interviews on there. You definitely want to check out our interviews on our YouTube channel. Uh, you de definitely got to keep up with us because we have giveaways all the time. So if you don't keep up with us, you'll miss out on your blessing. We're going into this holiday season, so you know we're going to have gift cards, shoe giveaways, apparel and merch giveaways. Listen, coming at you, man, for the month of December, uh, for at least the last two weeks, probably start by the mid-December going into the end of December. Uh, we'll definitely have giveaways jumping. Um, if you want to partner or sponsor one of those giveaways, email us at thefixradioshow at gmail.com. That's D-A-F-I-X-X radioshow at gmail.com. We definitely would love for you to partner with us. Uh, for some giveaways or you want to sponsor some giveaways you want to be a blessing listen come on hop on in listen we got some big news coming up for y'all man in another week so y'all definitely want to keep it locked we got something that's ooh, we pretty pretty major suave it's it's pretty major man yes um, sir uh, to god be the glory uh he has positioned us uh, to where we can uh, be a blessing on a larger scale. So y'all keep praying for us. We're definitely trying to do something, man, for the kingdom that's going to be so impactful that you it, it can't be denied. So we're definitely trying to do that. We definitely want to continue to pray for hip-hop. Like I said, definitely um, not trying to take any love away from what uh, Key, Key Londi is doing over at Pray for Hip Hop. But we that's definitely been on my heart too as well with all these artists, man, getting in these shootouts and these senseless fights. Man, let's pray for these families, man. Whether you CHH artist or you a mainstream artist, man, I think us as Christians, we should be praying for them even more. So shouts out, like I say, to Keylanda uh, for doing her thing with Pray for Hip Hop. Um, but definitely, let's keep uh, King Von's family in prayer, uh, Mo Three families in in prayer. I think Jeremiah uh, came has got COVID, doesn't he? COVID nineteen. Yeah, he's in ICU for COVID. Uh, he's on a ventilator. Let's, so let's, let's keep him lifted. Let's keep him pray. Let's definitely pray for uh, Bootsy. If I'm not mistaken, I heard he he's a diabetic, so uh, he was shot in his leg, and they're talking yes. about he might have some complications where he might have to get his leg amputated if he doesn't Oof. work yeah. right. So let's let's pray, man. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to pray right now. Father God, we thank you just for the opportunity. We're praying, Father God, for hip-hop in general, Father God. Continue to use Christian hip-hop or faith-infused hip-hop, Father God, to be a vehicle, Father God, to be ins uh, inspirational for all hip-hop, Father God. Help us at the Fix Radio Show and other artists, Father God, who are believers, really build strong relationships with artists who maybe need to get out of these streets and maybe need to start thinking a little bit uh, uh, in a different perspective, Father God. Help them to receive it too, Father God. Give us the grace to really walk them through that process and help them through that process, Father God, and just show them grace and mercy and really be real and not be so judgmental all the time, Father God. But we're just praying for the violence to stop, Father God. We're praying for uh, mindsets to be change father god we're praying for fathers to be in their homes father god a lot of these men father god who have been taken away from their homes have kids and family they need to take care of father god so we just really want to empower them and equip them and pray for them father god so cover over them uh keep a hedge of protection over them help them father god to change their ways it's in jesus christ's holy name we pray amen
yeah, just yeah. just we, we just want to continue to pray for them, man. And like I say, build these relationships. I think that's key. Listen, like I said, follow us on YouTube. Uh, follow us on all social medias uh, on our Facebook at The Fix Radio Show. That's D-A-F-I-X-X Radio Show. Uh, on Twitter, the same, The Fix Radio Show. Uh, follow us on IG at The Fix underscore radio. Uh, listen. Uh, hold on, wait, hold on. Why y'all doing that? Why y'all on IG? Make sure y'all click y'all, y'all click up on the notification so you stay notified because now we're doing what we call the quick fix. If you want to yes. get a quick fix, we're doing every Thursday. We're going to do a live interview on IG Live mm-hmm. with a new individual, whether it's a hip-hop artist, whether it's a minister, pastor, or religious leader, you're going to get some love. So come get your quick fix. Your subscription is, must be subscribed to our YouTube channel. Get subscribed to our IG page. Once you, once you own, you own. Absolutely. Once you get those notifications, you know that we live. Log on. You may have some questions that you want to ask. Mm-hmm. Get seen, get heard, get noticed. The fix is in. Absolutely, man. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. Remember, stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement. The fix, the is, fix in. is in. Yes, sir. I was good with it, baby. It's your boy, Cool Joe man out of Louisiana. You are now locked in with Coalition Kingdom DJs. Man, he got no coalition got to sit on lock, man. Quit playing.